A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there was a podcast that could not get more generic and cliche with their intros. Because, yes, we just did that. Obviously, the topic for today is we're going to explore the whole universe. We're going to deep down into the entire Skywalker saga and more. So, without further ado, the intro music. podcast i'm your co-host zachary c jones and joining me today is your other co-host no mcintyre what's up all right so star wars is an immaculately large franchise that like reaches so far and Mm -hmm. i don't know what what are some opening thoughts about it yeah you know uh you know i fell in love with it almost right away uh I want to say it was your mom who got me into it, because I know she got me into the whole sci-fi genre. Right. And I think she was the one that got me into Star Wars, so thank you, Aunt Cecil, for doing that. It was a, it's been a huge part of my life. It's still, to this day, my favorite French movie franchise ever. Um, I love the, the storytelling of it and the... Uh, complexity of it it's not just basic it's not like medieval space knights or whatever you want to call it uh it's more complex than that it's real deep has deep meanings and you know george lucas the the creator of this amazing universe he he not only uh formed and cha- shaped the life of kids not, I mean, not just kids, but, you know, people of various ages all the way back since 1978 when, uh, or 77. I can never remember which year. I know it's 77. one of those two. It was 77. I can never remember. 77. Mm-hmm. Uh, back since 1977, he's been shaping people's lives and and just changing kind of the way we think of things, at least self uh, the way I think of outer space and this big, ex- this giant, never-ending universe of ours. Uh, so it, it's been amazing to to see the the journey this franchise and this universe has taken in the in that past almost uh, forty four years, I believe. In the past forty four years, uh, you know from movies to tv shows to memorabilia to toys to even having a portion of uh disney world being galaxy's edge being right. it being a whole part of of disney world so it's it's really cool to see what star wars has become and how bright its future is now that we're kind of past this, this like, like dip in Star Wars, because I think the consensus is the sequel trilogy was kind of sucky. Yeah. So we're kind of past the dip. So and we've had the Mandalorian. I mean, we've mm-hmm. heard of uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi show. 
I think it's like well, it's supposed to be like one season or something like that. It's not too long uh, coming out, and obviously they've already said that they're going to make no, basically a whole new saga, have a whole new trilogy uh, coming out sometime soon uh, in the near future. So it's exciting to see where it was 40, 44 years ago to the possibilities it could have 44 years from now. So I'm excited for the future of Star Wars, and I'm really excited to dive into this episode. Yes, uh, it, it's a very uh, exciting episode. As you were saying, um, Star Wars is very, uh, it, it, it's, it has four, three, has so much impact on so many people of various ages. I think that's one of the beautiful things about Star Wars is that it can reach people from various age groups. Things, uh, that's one thing that, a lot of franchises should be able to hit on, like the MCU does this. Um, and I guess maybe this is something the DCEU is. Yeah, I, I think that um, it's obviously a really great franchise. Um, um, I'm really glad my mom uh, introduced um, it to you as well. She introduced it to me as well, obviously, because um, I'm her son. Uh, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they're they're even still all know that have not seen the movies. So, like, I'll feel my job to recruit them to introduce them, yeah. right? And then obviously the streak continues. But uh, it, it it is really fun uh to dive into this episode to start talking about it because uh there's so much to unpack, like the uh like where it was 44 years ago to where the possibilities can be 44 years from now, like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so much, like like you said, you love, like the way it's told. Where Yes, it is so complex. There's, um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll talk all about that. Uh, um, we'll, we'll get right into it because uh, the, way, the way we um, kind of thin out and uh, what's the word? Target these complexities, complexities. Yeah, complexities. Is uh, we apply our concept to it. So let's go ahead and do that. Uh, mm-hmm. let's let's whip out the one way or another concept, because that's what we need to be doing. Uh, so um, you go ahead to start us off with that. Where do we see? Um, what's one example where we see the one way or another concept in Star Wars? Uh, well, uh, we've talked about this. I mean, we've talked about this on uh previous episodes where we just kind of bring it up real quick um, right. but you, I mean you see it in uh, Anakin his struggle and, and deeply in uh, Revenge of the Sith his struggle to stay on the on the light side of the force and also kind of working working outside of the, the Jedi way and inside the the, the dark side uh, the the Sith way uh, and and you can see, especially early on, when uh, Palpatine, who we did not know at the time was Darth Sidious, uh, orders or not orders him, but you know says, "Kill Count Dooku," and Anakin's hesit- hesitant. You know he's really conflicted about it, but ultimately kills him. He executes him, and then he says, "I shouldn't have done that. It's not the Jedi way." But over the over the span of the movie, you see him slowly turn to the dark side because 
he his love for Padme. He has a has a dream, has a vision that she was going to die giving birth to their to their children. So he was trying to find ways to work outside of the Jedi Council uh, and outside of the Jedi way to try to save her. And that's kind of how Palpatine seduces him to the dark side. And he's got that 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 moment where he is very in the middle. And it's it's really when he right after he kind of tells uh, uh, Mace Windu that Palpatine's the, uh, the 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 Sith that's been in that's kind of in, infiltrated the Senate, and he he wants to do the right thing. He wants to, uh, and it's kind of it, it kind of selfish, but he wants to see Palpatine just get arrested and. Uh, stand trial for his crimes, but at the same time, he or at the very seconds later, he cuts off Mace Windu's hand, and uh, that leads to maybe we don't know Mace Windu's death. <laughs> so he uh, he he's definitely walked that line between good and evil. Uh, but I think his son Luke does it even uh, even more. I'll let you talk about that one though. I'll, I'll let you. I'll leave. I'll leave you something to talk about. All but, right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Anakin, he he really struggles with his morality and what he's grown up and learned from the Jedi, and his love for Padme is it really tears him apart and it really puts him in an area where he m- maybe can't or doesn't want to see the uh, black and white. He just wants to see gray. So, or he can't, he can only see gray. So he really walks that thin line of good and evil uh, throughout the, throughout Revenge of the Sith, but ultimately falls into the, into the clutches of the dark side. Right. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing when he does, because Mm -hmm. of course we get to see it. Darth Vader whipped out and everything. Um, I'm sure if you've seen these movies, you should probably know what I'm talking about. I hope you have seen these movies if you're listening to this. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is a really late spoiler warning, but yeah, spoilers, by the way. Uh, (laughs) All right, so uh, you left me with Luke, of course, to talk uh, talk about because it's a great uh, example. Uh, He takes just after, right after his dad, um, and the levels of complexity with his character, uh, of course, he as well struggles with the dark side, and um, Palpatine being kind of the same figure of trying to get him to the dark side. Um, but um, as we know, Luke um, actually uh, never uh, lets that battle kind of win from Palpatine. He never yeah. goes over to the dark side um, uh, because um, he's better and. Uh, that's mm-hmm. it. Um, that's a podcast. But I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, Luke has uh, sort of different problems, I will say. I feel like um, I almost kind of wanted to put it like um, Anakin had a lot of different kind of um, uh, figures in his life kind of trying to influence him and mentor yeah. him. And I feel like Luke's kind of almost the opposite, where he like had barely any. He had the lack thereof, because um, mm-hmm. he had Obi Wan, then he died. He had Yoda, 
and then he died. So yep. um, it's probably kind of. Uh, so, so I think I think it's inevitable that when Palpatine tried to fill in that space as well, Darth Vader threw him over. Yeah, like they're all so. Who knows? But uh, yeah, and so Luke struggles with the dark side himself. Um, we see this all the way in uh, Return of the Jedi, where um, we've mentioned this before, where he'll have the the uh, black cloak he's wearing. Um, yeah, res- um, uh, his, his kind of more churn of there but at the same time um as we've said again um it'll show up and hit there was he was wearing white underneath where it was as if he never really had any problems i'm pretty sure it was just a character it was just a um what's it called a costume that's all it was he he was trying to look fashionable um (laughs) but either way um he 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 has his kind of um i want to say uh own way of of having those problems i guess um he's a different story but at the same time the same story and uh that's also yeah. followed with um uh his dad already being represented by the fact that he's already returned uh, already turned to the dark side and that actually kind of acts as a guiding factor in his path as well um because, uh, you know, you're less likely to smoke if you see um, how, like, bad it is when uh, when your, like, siblings or relatives does it, right? Uh, so, yeah, that that's probably a guiding factor on its own. Um, but, I don't know. Either way, Luke is yeah. a very different character. And just what I've said so far, rambling on, um, I'm just tapping into some of, like, the core aspects of his character. And... Yeah. Um, uh, th- there's, a, I feel like there's a lot other examples of one way or another in uh, Star Wars. I feel like um, one of the most obvious and one of like the be- like the biggest out there is the example of the Jedi and the Sith. Mm-hmm. So, so um, why don't we uh, speak on that? You first. Yeah. So uh, the Jedi are as. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but I think it was in Clone Wars. Someone, a character had said it's basically space wizards, which was an, a really interesting way to put it. But they're the, they're, they're the quote unquote good guys. But we've also, you know, we've talked about how they had corruption within their, within the Jedi Order. And, uh, you know, I've seen many people now that we've seen the entirety of this Skywalker saga that, hey, maybe the maybe the Sith weren't weren't all bad. Maybe they weren't totally wrong. Which they weren't. There 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 have been uh, uh many examples of where the Jedi Council was uh corrupt or deceived and the biggest one was uh uh you know Palpatine being the biggest bad baddest Sith in the galaxy penetrating or infiltrating the uh the senate becoming the chancellor of the republic and no one on the jedi council could could sense his his presence not even yoda the 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 oldest and the most powerful jedi on the council could not sense palpatine's uh uh his his evil and the sith they 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 just they just kind of want 
not totally, but they just want like complete and utter freedom. But it's kind of anarchy, but not really, because they they don't want to con- they don't want to abide by the council's rules because there are certain things you can't do as a Jedi, like have a have a family, you know, have have that have those relationships. Right. Uh, and the Sith, they don't, they don't really care. They, they it'd actually be better if you did because if something were to happen to them or you know they someone could use that to fuel your your rage and your hate, which as Yoda says, you know, just leads to the dark side. So, the, so the, the 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 Sith would be much more on board for you having those relationships and having that uh, those cl- that closeness with people, and the, the then there's what are called gray Jedi, or the in between, literally. Some people have it's been speculated. Some people have said that that's not a, they're not a thing, but I mean. Mace Windu's a perfect example. I mean, he uses a purple lightsaber, it, and that you know that represents his his ability to use the dark and light side, but not be totally consumed by the dark or by the dark side. So, it, it's really tough tough to tough to say. But you know, I personally believe that gray Jedi are a thing. I just think they are they're the they're not necessarily the good guys. But they're not the bad guys. I mean, they really are. The name just is perfect because they they're right down the middle, and uh, and, and they're because uh, the Jedi and the Sith they kind of have I don't know really what you call it mantra. I don't really know what you would call it, but uh, basically uh, the Jedi it's I'll, I'll just do it real quick. Uh, there is no emotion. There is peace. There is no ignorance. There is knowledge. No passion, serenity, no chaos, harmony, no death. There's the force. The Sith is peace is a lie. There's only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Strength, I gain power. Power, victory. And victory, my chains are broken. And the force shall free me. So, you know, you see that kind of that opposite that, you know, the, the, the Sith deal with emotion. They use power. They use uh, passion. And the Jedi want to try to remain clear-headed and calm and not have any worldly or galactical distractions and the gray jedi uh there there's their mantra or whatever is there is no light without the dark which is very true uh through passion i gain focus so you see you use passion to kind of get that peace from the jedi uh through knowledge i gain power there you go Knowledge as a Jedi, you gain power as a Sith. Through strength, strength uh, through serenity, I gain strength, and through victory, I gain harmony. There is only the Force. So, I, I mean, take take that, do with that what you will. But uh, I mean, that's I mean, that's really powerful when you think about it. How the Sith, the Sith are emotional, passionate, uh, hateful people sometimes. The Jedi are, they don't, they don't cling on to worldly things or material things. And the, the great Jedi are just like, you're both right. So why is it, that, why can't there be great Jedi? They're like, yeah, okay, you're both right. A little bit. Yeah. 
I, I think that's um that's a it's a great character to throw into the mix because honestly like that's that's kind of that's kind of like literally what we're about that it's not one way or another and that there's the yeah. people representing that in the Star Wars universe is actually really cool uh, because obviously it's not either uh, it's painted to be more of one way or another with um, the Sith and Jedi where the Jedi yeah. always like the good guys or whatever and I think part of that is kind of like throwing down uh like um th- throwing the um uh i don't know what I'm, where i'm looking for but either way they kind of just like make it to where uh the sith are automatically bad guys and horrible without honestly leaving room yeah. understood in which i feel like the jedi on their own are bad the bad guys for doing that i feel like mm-hmm. um and uh i honestly like I'm just gonna go out and say it. I feel like if the Jedi weren't on, honestly almost stuck up with their ways, mm-hmm. so um, relinquishing and like pushing away of the dark side and uh, the Sith, Anakin would have never turned to the dark side. Yeah, because if like if they would be able to understand Sith and actual like instead of alienating them. Anakin would have never like had to be seduced in the stuff that no one would tell him about, like yeah. because Palpatine was the only one that was helping him in that way. Uh, he he would have never been seduced like that, and he would have never turned. Now mm-hmm. that's not a good thing, okay? Because we would have never got Darth Vader, okay? And we need Darth <laughs> Vader. Darth Vader is a staple of Star Wars, and if anything ever erases him from the timeline, I will die. But um. <laughs> Maybe there's a way to get a light Vader because that would be pretty cool. But um, if he can't force choke, I don't want it. Okay, that, in the story. <laughs> but he won't have a red lightsaber either if he's not a Sith. So okay, whatever. Either yeah. way, I don't know. But let's just say we like the way things panned out. Um, yeah. And uh, but I, I think I make a point there, right? Where uh, mm-hmm. if, if they had actually treated the situation more properly, Anakin would have never been seduced and turned to the dark side. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. I mean, you, you see the, I mean, the main, the key scene that comes to mind in the, in Revenge of the Sith was that weird, like, circus thing that he met Palpatine at, that they were watching. I don't right. know what the heck that was. And then <laughs> Palpatine uh, asks him, have you ever heard of the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? And, of course, Anakin Hatton, because... <laughs> Why would the Why would the Jedi want to tell uh, people that there's a way to keep people from dying? And we see that in uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. We see Rey and uh, and uh, uh, Kylo both heal each other. So we see that pan out more, which I thought was that was cool. That was a little bit of a redeeming factor, bringing back old Plagueis the Wise's power um but you know that's just one of the things that the jedi thought was uh, as i'll quote palpatine here uh roughly uh was uh was unnatural and would uh would lead uh to destruction or, or something like that don't quote me on that uh haven't <laughs> watched it in a minute so i couldn't give you the exact quote but uh uh so you see, you see that, and I mean, to your point, had we not had 
had the Jedi alienate the, the, the Sith, Count Dooku probably wouldn't have turned to the dark side because he wasn't really a Sith. He just opposed the, the, the Jedi and how they ran things. So, because, I mean, he wanted to help Obi-Wan in Episode 2. He, he wanted, he told him who the who the Sith in the Senate was. Right. So, I mean, you, you hit it perfectly that, you know, the Jedi alienated the Sith by basically saying they're bad guys and not telling people everything, like uh, Darth Plagueis' uh, ability to heal people and, and, you know, keeping right, basically erasing that kind of stuff from the history books is, is dangerous. And uh, it, it really, it, it does, I mean, you see what it, what it, what kind of effect it has it turned, it essentially turned Anakin to the dark side, like you said, because if they had been honest, if they've been open, and they said, I mean, we, from our our point of view, they're the bad guys. Like Anakin said, from my, from where I stand, the Sith are evil. You know, so, I mean, the, the, the Jedi are evil, I should say. Yeah. The Jedi are evil. So it's all about perspective, and you and it's all about how you see think, see the situation. And the, the, the Jedi are very corrupt. They were not perfect. Um, honestly, I mean, the way the Jedi Council and everything was essentially... Uh, uh, not disbanded, but broke up was was horrible, and and them all dying. But it wasn't a horrible thing that it, that them destroying the Jedi Council was bad because it could it brought balance to the Force. I mean, I, I've gone back and I've looked at it. Honestly, Anakin did bring balance to the Force, like it, like the prophecy said. Because I mean, when you're left with it, you had two Jedi and Yoda and Obi Wan. Two, at least two that could handle themselves, and two Sith, and uh, Darth Vader and Darth Sidious. So, I mean, it, it, he, I, I truly believe Anakin brought peace to, or brought balance to the Force, even though he might have slaughtered some kids and killed a <laughs> killed a bunch of Jedi to do it, which I don't condone at all. But uh, <laughs> he, he he brought he brought balance to the Force. The the the, the prophecy never said they were going to destroy the Sith. Just said, bring balance to the Force. My opinion, he did that. Yeah, yeah, no, that, I, um, I, I've seen so much about that. That's, uh, I feel like that's completely true. Um, the, um, whole bringing balance to the Force. I mean, what, what did Obi-Wan actually expect? A balance suggests that, like, it's, it's not, um, it's not tipping over that balance, right? Where, um, they'll just want yeah. level the force. There's the dark side of the force, right? There's the side, um, because you can mm-hmm. think of it as uh, like the side of a tipping, um, like a, a weighing scale of some sort, yeah. right? Um, bringing balance to it meant that since there was so little Sith and so many Jedi, that you kind of have to just remove some from the the Jedi portion to balance it yeah. out, right? Um, and like you said, it, it, it's a really funny sentence to hear. Even though he murdered some kids, you don't hear that often. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he was still balancing the force and whatnot. Um, and uh, it, it when, once you actually look back in it, on it, um, it, it's so cool to think about because uh, you have, like, all these, like, ideas that, like, oh, well, Sith are bad, Jedi are good mm-hmm. in the story. That's how it is. 
Uh, and then you look back and then you see, wait, Anakin did balance the Force. Uh, wait, the, the Sith aren't c- entirely evil. Maybe they're just a little bit understood. Not saying that them being misunderstood uh, is a reason for them to, you know, murder people. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I think in that way, uh, it's such a beautiful concept with the Sith and Jedi and how Anakin did actually bring balance to him. That's one of my favorite things ever. Uh, and that's literally one of the things that inspired the whole one way or another concept, the whole one way or another podcast thing. It's it's it, it's one of the staples right there. And um, moving forward, kind of, we only have about probably more 10 minutes around here or whatever. Um, um, I feel like we can talk more on um, uh, specifically the Skywalker saga and the three different trilogies and what we have to say on that. So to start us off with the original original trilogy. Uh, So uh, the original trilogy, the, the four, five, and six, uh, which really confused me at first until yeah. I under, until I understood why they they put it in that put it in that order. Uh, it was, in my opinion, the best trilogy. Now, I'll say the prequel trilogy was the best with lightsaber duels, like the fighting. That uh, was the best in that sense. But I think personally the uh, the original trilogy was was personally the best because it was not only kind of redefining the genre of sci-fi itself, but it brought to life the the the, the, the universe that that we know and love, and that we that we've had for almost half a century, and that has sparked nine movies in the in the franchise in the saga. Uh, I want to say like two or three uh, standalone films uh, like a Rogue One, Solo I want to say there's another one but uh, Mandalorian the clone, Star Wars Clone Wars and it's really it really sparked all of this it really it paved the path for some of the greatest memes some of the greatest <laughs> moments and just overall, some of the greatest uh, movies and uh, cinema moments that uh, that we've seen since movies were a thing, since movies became a thing. And in my opinion, and I, I think a lot of people have this, uh, uh, will agree with me on this, I think Empire was the best movie, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because, A, we find out that at least back then, they found out that Anakin was, right. or Darth Vader was Luke's father. At least back then. We grew up already kind of knowing that since we had the prequel trilogies. Um, and we see this young kid who learned a lot, but at the same time, not a lot from Yoda on how to be a Jedi. And then he goes and takes on one of the baddest MFers in the galaxy. <laughs> and he lost, but he put up a dang good fight. Might have lost right. his hand, but hey, he got a new hand. He got a robotic hand, which is pretty cool. Uh, but you know that whole moment where Luke and uh, Vader are talking, and Vader says, "Obi Wan never told you what really happened to your father," and Luke says, 
he told me he told me that you killed him and he says no i am your father and that just that that moment where it's just like you know everybody's jaw dropped like that's just a jaw dropping moment in cinema history one of the best and and then and then luke just starts wailing he's like no that's not true that's not possible and then I guess he, I don't know if he knew that he could survive the landing or what, but, or maybe he was just like, ah, F it, I'm just going to kill myself. Cause then he just like, (laughs) just falls like, I want to say maybe about a thousand feet, but lands gently and softly in that tube and then magically and just, just, just lands on the like antenna thing at the bottom of uh, Cloud City. And, and then he uses the force to, tell Leia where he is so I, I thought that whole that whole just those few scenes were what really put the put the uh, what made Star Star Wars what it is was a real staple into in the in the franchise and in the movie and I thought that that was an awesome beautifully made uh, shot yeah I completely agree with that um and honestly um, you saying Empire Strikes Back, right, being the best movie. Honestly, I mean, I can't say I can't agree. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I love a lot of the others. Uh, Rich the Sith is one of my favorites as well. But yeah. the, Empire, <sighs> the Empire Strikes Back is just such a, like, it's, su- it's such a good movie. It's It, it probably is the best. Um, and mainly having to do with, of course, the, um, the scene with the reveal of... Um, yeah. Vader being Luke's father, of course, we like we uh, as we introduced it later into uh, the um, late later, uh, like even after the prequels were released. Um, um, that is yeah. that on I'm trying to think. Let me just gather my thoughts. I'm blanking here. Um, we already knew. We already knew. We already knew mm-hmm. that Darth Vader was his father. So I guess it wasn't shocking to us, but um, yeah, it's it's still such a magnificent scene and. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like the original trilogy probably is the best trilogy. I mean, um, the prequels when they were being made, they already knew that they had so much to live up to, and they probably weren't. Um, yeah. And a lot of people hate the prequels. This is what I'm going to go on now. Um, mm-hmm. but I honestly don't hate it. Hate the prequels. I actually really like the prequels. A lot of people hate on them so much, but there's so much good with the prequels, right? Mm-hmm. There's for one. There's Liam freaking Neeson. Okay. Yep. So there's that. Um, and then there's so much good with um what's his name? Uh oh uh, no, hold on. What's um uh Obi-Wan's actor's name? Y- Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan is fantastic. They honestly mm-hmm. like so, like did one of the most surprisingly well castings where he looks so weirdly <laughs> like the older version of Obi-Wan that it's like interesting yeah. uh they always they always amaze when they do castings like that um and um hayden christensen's anakin is amazing i i honestly uh-huh. really love the prequels like you said they have uh some of the best lightsaber combat um mm-hmm. and honestly the thing that automatically comes to mind is duel of the fates and phantom menace with uh yeah Gon versus darth maul and um obi-wan versus darth maul um which obviously is another thing that you can say about the prequels. Darth Maul, one of the like most the uh, one of the most favorite characters 
uh, from the fans. Yeah. Um, uh, they literally had to bring him back because of that. Um, <laughs> let's just hope they do the same thing with uh, what's his name? Uh, um, you were talking about earlier how uh, the purple lightsaber. Uh, same. Oh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Thank you. Um, good. Hope they do the same with him. Um, oh yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, the prequels actually are actually, I feel like, really good movies. Of course, they're not as good as the originals, but, like, that's what mm-hmm. happens anytime uh, it's not necessarily a sequel, but anytime a sequel's made, it's doomed yeah. to not be as good as the original, right? Um, mm-hmm. But still, it doesn't mean it's not really good on its own. I still really love the prequels, and people hate on it a lot, but um, I think what we should really be hating on is the sequels. Why don't, why don't we go? <laughs> that yeah so you know at at, at the time and i'll still i'll still watch them because they're not they're not unwatchable they're not unwatchable they're they're still decent but you know going it's just like with looking back on uh like revenge of the sith and looking back on all that and seeing that point of view that maybe the jedi weren't as good as they say you go back and you look at the sequel trilogy, and you see, in my opinion, it's almost exactly a not it not. I want to say shot for shot, but it's not a shot for shot. But essentially, it's a it's a it's it's a, it's a remake of the original trilogy. You got this twenty-something-year-old kid who lives on a desert planet who doesn't know that they're a Jedi who gets who who. Who ends up on the Millennium Falcon and ends up becoming friends with Han and Chewie and learns uh, learns how to use the Force from a great master on a desolate uh, or a deserted uh, planet. So it, it, it's very much like the original trilogy, but I I mean there are there are some there are some things that made up for where, where like we see that. That uh, their ability to uh, heal people through the Force, bringing back that Darth Plagueis, uh, the Wise power, which was pretty cool. Uh, we got to see, even though it was for a brief moment, we got to see a yellow lightsaber in the uh, in in canon. The first right. time that we've seen a yellow lightsaber in uh, the movies, we've seen yellow lightsabers in uh, the Clone Wars with the the Jedi Temple Guards. Right. Um, but it was the first one we've seen that first lightsaber that wasn't red, purple, blue, or green, which is really cool. I just, I wasn't a fan of her taking up Ray, Ray taking up the Skywalker name because, yeah, you beat your, you, you destroyed your grandfather and you turned Kylo to the light side again, but you haven't gone absolute bat guano crazy and, and and tried to to overthrow the galaxy or uh uh you know done anything like what Luke had, Luke did what with the rebellion to earn that Skywalker name. No, she did so she did do some good things. She did to, not not to take away from anything that she did. She did a lot of good and she beat a lot of bad guys. I just think a lot of people had higher expectations for the sequels 
especially because J.J. Abrams uh, directed The Force Awakens, and you know his, and, and we all know his uh, uh, his career and his re- his reputation. It was kind of a big flop to me, in my opinion, of what we expected. And I've seen a lot of people say what would have been a better trilogy is if we saw Finn become the, the Jedi, you know, a, a, a stormtrooper turned good, and then he becomes a Jedi, which would have been really cool. And, you know, so, like I said, it's, they're not unwatchable. I like that they brought the, the, you know, they brought Chewie back, they brought R2, 3PO, Han, Leia, and Luke all back, but there was a lot wrong with it, like the fact that Luke wanted to denounce the Jedi, uh, that Ray in the first film knew how to how to use Jedi mind tricks, could wield a lightsaber impeccably. It took Luke an entire trilogy to do that. It took him an entire trilogy to to become a a, a master at using the Force, or at least good enough. And to wield his lightsaber effectively, so I, I I'll I always watch him again. It's just I had much higher expectations, like I think everyone did, with the the, the sequel trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, I feel like one of my biggest problems with the sequel trilogy is Ray herself. I hate Ray's character, mm-hmm. honestly, personally. I feel like the sequel trilogy. Would have been so much immaculately better with just Finn and Poe and uh, Kylo because Kylo, yeah. I love Kylo so much. Kylo's Kylo is honestly one of the uh, highest redeeming factors of uh, the sequel trilogy. Uh, he has a really cool lightsaber. He, yeah, uh, for example, of see of a what's it called a cross guard lightsaber. Um, yeah, and not only that, but also a shattered um, uh, kyber crystal lightsaber as well. Yeah, <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, literally like there was a scene at the end of the first movie where, uh, Ray is fighting Kylo. Mm -hmm. I kid you not a fully trained lightsaber duelist who has been, has literally been training since he was young. Mm -hmm. And then someone who literally just picked up a lightsaber like two minutes ago and they're fighting as if they're equals. Yeah. That is the, like far, by far the biggest mistake of that movie. Yeah. No, she... If 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 Luke tried taking on Vader at the when Vader had killed Ben in New Hope, that would have been a wrap on the entire trilogy. He, there wouldn't exactly. have been a second movie. He would have died because I mean Kylo not as good as Darth by any means, but much much better than Rey at that point. Like I mean, like I said, he. She already knew how to use Jedi mind tricks, and she could already uh, duel with the best of them. So, yeah. I mean, you brought up a really good point. Yeah, and uh, I think other than that, I think we're pretty well wrapped up here. If I do say so myself, it seems it seems like we are. Uh, well, without further ado, this has been one way or another podcast. See ya. May the force be with you. Nice. <laughs>